This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. Do you wear sunscreen? Well, my answer to that, if somebody asked me, would be, well, of course I wear sunscreen. Who doesn't? Well, apparently, Nikki Reitmeyer doesn't. Can you believe that? I gave her such a hard time when I found out about that yesterday. I said, Nikki, come on. Gotta look after yourself. Wear sunscreen. And then it turns out she's not alone. According to Statistics Canada, only 30 to 40% of adults actually put on sunscreen. And 37% of adults reported at least one sunburn during the summer. That's alarming. When you think about the link to skin cancer, 7,200 Canadians were diagnosed with melanoma in 2017. 1,250 Canadians died from skin cancer. It is preventable if people properly protect themselves, even getting one sunburn. And she's, I remember talking about this, you know, more than 20 years ago when I was a health reporter on TV, even getting one sunburn exponentially increases your risk of having melanoma, melanoma problems later in life. So where is the disconnect here? You know, we know we can't, you know, we, we could get skin cancer if we don't wear sunscreen, and yet people don't wear sunscreen. Dr. Beth Donaldson is with us now from Coatman Healthcare Center to talk more about this. Dr. Donaldson, thank you for joining us. Hi, thanks for having me. I have to say, these numbers surprise me that that many people don't wear sunscreen. Did they surprise you? Yeah, I mean, it's interesting that that many people don't wear sunscreen, but 9,500 people are diagnosed per day with skin cancer. (laughs) Um, And that's a a U.S. stat, so we're probably a little bit younger, uh, a little bit less than that. But, no, it is very interesting. And I think the problem is... um, you know, a, a lot of what people see from a skin cancer point of view is their grandparents or their parents or whomever just getting these little things removed here and there, not a big deal, maybe have a little scar from it. And, oh, geez, if that's all you, you get from skin cancer, not a big deal. I'll go through that when I'm 50. But the problem is, you know, yes, the basal cells and the squamous cells and the little actinic keratoses that we all get are quite common. And, and they do tend to happen as we get older. And they, they mostly are not a big deal. But they're starting to happen, happen when we're younger. And they're starting to be more invasive. And that doesn't include the melanomas that are definitely happen when we're younger and have more of a genetic component, but definitely can be, you know, quite disfiguring and if not um, life-threatening. Right. So, and so we've done such a good job fighting skin cancer that people, what, don't perceive it as as much of a threat anymore? No, I just, they, I don't think they see it as, as serious as some of the other cancers that we get because it's not... Um, uh, you don't typically see the the major surgeries along with the chemotherapy and the radiation and, you know, right. all of that. It's kind of just minor surgery and off you go. 
So uh, I just don't think that people are are putting two and two together when it comes to, hey, guess what, guys, that sun that you're enjoying, it really can cause problems, uh, you know, earlier than later, especially if you're not covering up. Yeah, let's talk about sunburns, because, you know, the report also says um, 37% of adults reported at least one sunburn during the summer. What are the Mm -hmm. problems with getting that one sunburn? Well, the sunburn just means that you have that UV light has really penetrated um, that skin and and deeper, and so you can get more cell change with a, a really you know deep burn. Um, and I mean, any sun is a risk, even if you tan and you you're not a burning type person, you're still getting that risk for skin cancer. But a burn just makes that damage to the cells that much deeper, and therefore that much more worrisome. Is there certain things that you should do if, like, as soon as you notice that you have a sunburn? Uh, get out of the sun. Well, okay, besides <laughs> um, that, is there any care yeah. that you can put on there? Anything to help that? Well, I mean, there's there's lots of, you know, after sun type potions out there for sure, but nothing that's going to prevent cancer later on. You just have to make sure that you're getting your skin checked yearly by a physician um, uh, throughout life, basically. And especially if you're someone who uh, had fair skin and had multiple burns as a younger person, then you definitely need to be going in maybe even every six months to have your moles looked at. And if you're someone who has a family history of, of skin cancer, for sure, then you also need This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system need to go in regularly just to have your molds reviewed. Yeah, what kind of sunscreen do you tell your patients to look for? Because nowadays there's so much concern as well about the ingredients in sunscreen. I know, right? Well, you definitely want um, a broad spectrum sunscreen. And there's there's two types of barriers. There's the physical barrier that reflects the UV radiation. And that would be like a titanium dioxide or a zinc oxide. Those often people don't like because it can leave your skin kind of whitish, which you know, that's sort of annoying. So a lot of people will go with the chemical barrier, which actually absorbs UV radiation. And those are most of the other um, sunscreens, which, you know, if you're wanting to avoid chemicals, then you go with more of the physical barrier sunscreens. And you do need a yeah, minimum. I mean, some people will say a minimum of 50, 60. But, you know, if we're looking at actual coverage, SPF 30 gets about 97% of the UVA, uh, UVA and UVB rays if you apply it correctly. So, if you think about someone who's about to go in the pool um, with a bathing suit on, you need a shot glass full of sunscreen to cover your whole Whoa, body. And that's more a lot of sunscreen. Person. That's a lot of sunscreen, right? Um, but you need that every two hours, even if you're not sweating or in the pool, you still need to reapply. So that facial sunscreen that you're putting on at nine in the morning, even if you haven't gone for a run or dipped in the pool, you still need to reapply by lunchtime. Right. And that's, and you think, where, where people fall down on this, right? Is that, yeah, they're great yeah. at putting it on once. Yeah once and then they don't follow up and then remember it doesn't have to be sunscreen you could just wear wear a light longer sleeve uv um repellent shirt and a big hat and call it a day you know 
Right. Or stay in the shade. <laughs> stay in the shade. Oh, that's cute yeah. that you think people actually do that because I think I know. They, really, no, they, don't. <laughs> they really don't. They want to go out. I, I'm going to drive home. I'm going to drive by the beach and there'll be a ton of people out there soaking it up. Uh, you yeah. mentioned a, a 30 gets 97%. So what is the difference then mm. when you go 30, 50, 60 and, you know, 75? Well, an SPF at 50 would have 99% um, uh, of your, of your coverage. So it just, it just goes up a little bit each time. So, um, it, it, the studies really say as long as you've got a 30 on, you're getting most of it. But if you go to any dermatologist or skin cancer specialist, they say go as big as you can. I've been looking for SPF 100 out there. There, it's not out there in Vancouver. I have not found it. Um, but you can you can get up to a 50 on regular shelves. Um, it's the same price as the 30. So I always go with the the, the 50 yeah. if you can get it. I always just go for automatically whatever the highest is. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, I definitely agree with that. Right. So now let's say you haven't been as good earlier in your life about putting that sunscreen on, uh, Dr. Donaldson, and now you're getting to the point where you're a little worried about some of these marks that you're seeing on your body. Yeah. So like, what do you look for? Yeah, you, you look for um, changes in any mole. So if it becomes, uh, you know, raised or larger in diameter or ir- has an irregular border, typically um, those can be concerning or something that just gets darker and changes color can be concerning. And then anything that you have, even if it just seems like a little nick or like a, just a little scrape or something on your cheek, if you have something that just continues to bleed and scrape and scab over a few months and it just doesn't seem to go away, that's also something that you need to have looked at by a physician because it may not look like a mole. It might just sort of look like a little cut, but those things can also be skin cancer. Do you think people are pretty good about doing those checks? Um, yeah, I think so. But, you know, you kind of, you have to look everywhere. You have to look at the bottom of your feet. You have to look at your back. You have to look at the top of your head, at the top of your ears, your toenails, your fingernails. Um, so I think it is important just to have that full body mold check done by your GP. And if there's anything concerning, they'll just do a little biopsy of it or send you off to dermatology. And those high risk patients definitely need to be um, screened by a dermatologist yearly. Yeah. Who are the high risk patients? Yeah, so folks who have had previous cancer, folks with a family history of melanoma, uh, people who are uh, blonde-haired, red-haired, blue-eyed, pale-skinned, grew up in Australia (laughs) types, um, those people are at a larger risk for sure for having moles that go abnormal at a younger age. Right. Um, Yeah. Okay, and so then uh, people who are uh, like of a certain coloring then, if you're paler, should you be extra special careful? Yeah, definitely. The more, the quicker you burn, the more careful you need to be in general. Oh, okay. However, don't don't forget that still dark skinned people can get skin cancer. Yeah. What and what about so, age here? Is it like do people tend to think of this as something that happens to older people? Yeah, they do. Uh, unfortunately, melanoma can happen, you know, as early as your twenties and. Some of the other ones, the uh, um, basal cell and squamous cells are also starting to happen a little bit earlier as well, so into 20s and 30s. So really 20 and up, you really need to be aware of where your moles are and um, continued sun protection. Of course, sun protection happens the day you're born. <laughs> it, you know, it's, it's, it's a lifelong um, endeavor. Right. Um, so we're so, we're so good, Dr. Donaldson, at protecting our faces, aren't we? But you, yeah, yeah. like everybody thinks, oh, yeah, I put, I put it on my face. It's my moisturizer. I use sunscreen every single day. But do we underestimate yeah. all the other parts of our body that are exposed to the sun? 
You know, we do. And some of the common spots we see uh, would be the backs of your hands and your forearms just from driving, right? And yeah. having your forearm hanging off uh, the window there. Um, the tops of your heads. And in women, the shins and the lower calves, especially just because you'll be out there with shorts or, or skirts. And those can be common areas, too. I'm always paranoid about the top of my feet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because like you're wearing flip-flops. Don't... Yeah. Exactly. You don't put the sunscreen down that far, right? Well, I do now, but thank you very yeah, much. Yeah, you do. <laughs> thank you for your time on this today. Yeah, no problem. That is, that's Dr. Beth Donaldson from Copeman Healthcare Center talking about the stats uh, surrounding the dangers of sunburn.